Hello and welcome to an all new episode of the Friendship Rewind, where I look back through every episode of the hit animated series, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. I am your host, Alex Inman, and welcome to December, the time when the weather gets colder and rainier and snowier, if that's where you live. It doesn't snow in California, unfortunately. But the point is, is that it's now winter time, and that's when you're spending a lot more time indoors, away from the harsh weather, which is exactly what Twilight, Rarity, and Applejack do in today's episode, Look Before You Sleep, written by Charlotte Fullerton. Charlotte is an interesting choice for writer because she mostly deals with superheroes. Her credits include Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Power Rangers Zeo, Transformers Cybertron, Ben 10 Alien Force, Ben 10 Ultimate Alien, and Ben 10 Omniverse, where she was also the head writer on. But every once in a while she has a Fairly Odd Parents and a Care Bears and so on. Though her most interesting credit is being post-production supervisor for a 1997 Star Wars fan film called Troops, which is a parody of the old police reality show Cops set in the Star Wars universe. It was produced, written, and directed by Charlotte's great friend Kevin Rubio, and you can still find this fan film online. Just search for Troops Star Wars. Charlotte was also married to the now late Amazing Comics creator Dwayne McDuffie, which actually factors into the story of Charlotte's working on Friendship is Magic, but we'll get to that when the time comes. But for now, we have to get this bottle episode started, which a bottle episode is a type of TV plot where a small number of characters are placed into a single location for the entire length of the episode. This type of episode is usually done for character development purposes and exploring characters' emotions and how they deal with certain situations. Which is very important given that we will be dealing with the very prim and proper rarity going up against the rough-and-tumble Applejack. And the book nerd Twilight is there too to guide them along. And we begin with everyone outside in a park preparing for a coming rainstorm. I want to touch again on the fact that it's a really cool idea of the Pegasus ponies controlling all the weather for Equestria. It makes everything planned out, nothing is unpredictable. But of course that does mean that planned weather events can be accidentally skipped, which is the explanation for why there's going to be a big storm tonight instead of just a little trickle. Which is why the ponies are out in the park pruning loose branches so that they don't break off and fall down. Unfortunately, Rarity is not getting with the program and instead magically reattaches a branch onto a tree and then takes the little bunches of leaves and makes them into little pony figures out of leaves. And then Applejack rips that branch off the tree again, which starts this episode's conflict. Don't y'all care about nothing other than pretty fine? Some pony has to. You are making an absolute mess of the town square, Applejack. 
Yeah, well, the storm's gonna make an even bigger mess if we don't prune all these loose branches so they don't tumble down on any pony. They continue arguing as the rain starts to come down, which makes Rarity become desperate for shelter to keep her mane from getting wet. Applejack spots a bench that Rarity can hide under, but unfortunately the bench is the only thing in the entire park that has a mud puddle underneath it, and of course, Rarity would never get her hooves dirty like that. But then the storm gets too big for them to ignore, and so they really need to find shelter together. And then, from the distance, a voice. This is an unintentional funny moment from a sound perspective because Twilight in the close-up there is speaking as if she's talking to someone next to her, but Applejack and Rarity are still the same far distance away from her. The two run to the tree library, but Rarity stops Applejack at the door and tells her to go around the side and rinse off her hooves, which are covered in mud. Twilight tells Rarity that Spike is away for royal business, so she's all alone for the night. And that inspires her to invite Applejack and Rarity to sleep over so she can have her first ever slumber party. Twilight then brings out the book she has on slumber parties, which of course she does, and it is titled... Slumber 101. All you've ever wanted to know about slumber parties but were afraid to ask. That title is a reference to a much more mature reference guide, and it's just a great example of the show putting little things in for adults to get a chuckle out of. Despite not wanting to be around Applejack, Rarity agrees so that she can have shelter from the unruly storm outside. Speaking of the storm, Applejack comes back in, now her hooves cleaned, and sees Twilight and Rarity wearing green mud-like stuff on their faces. This is of course a facial mask because they're going to be giving each other makeovers, even though we don't actually see them do makeovers. And I think that's a great creative choice because it demonstrates the show wanting to focus on the social aspect of friendship and not get bogged down in the stereotypical girly kids show stuff. Applejack immediately tries to bail on this whole situation, but a bolt of lightning outside reminds her of the storm and makes her stay inside. However, Rarity and Applejack are still at each other's throats, which makes them come to an agreement to not get too rowdy or else they will ruin Twilight's first ever slumber party. Twilight is unaware of her two friends being at odds with each other and instead is just being her usual nerdy self. <laughs> We'll do everything by the book, and that will make my slumber party officially fun! From here, we get a series of short scenes with various slumber party activities, and Applejack and Rarity increasingly getting frustrated with each other. There are ghost stories, which turns into Applejack and Rarity passive-aggressively insulting each other. However, on the acting side, Ashley Ball as Applejack and Tabitha St. Germain as Rarity do make very funny, spooky sounds. They then move on to Truth or Dare, which almost immediately escalates in the dares, with Applejack and Rarity daring each other to do increasingly humiliating things. 
But it is at this point that Twilight is taking notice of how much Applejack and Rarity are arguing and fighting with each other. She tries to move on to a new activity as listed in her book, but unfortunately it's Pillow Fight. And Applejack and Rarity take full advantage of the full contact nature of the Pillow Fight. Twilight decides the activities are done, and now it is time for the slumber part of the slumber party. And of course, unfortunately, Applejack and Rarity have to share a bed together. Their arguing is non-stop. Rarity obsesses over making the bed so it's neat and nice, while Applejack constantly messes it up and hogs the blanket for the both of them. And they talk at an increasingly higher volume to the point where it should be impossible for Twilight to continue sleeping. And at last, Twilight reaches her breaking point with the two of them. It says right here that the number one thing you're supposed to do at a slumber party is have fun. And thanks to you two, I can't check that off. You've ruined my very first slumber party. The makeover, the s'mores, truth or dare, the pillow fight. I mean, is there anything else that could possibly go wrong? Twilight, in her great ignorance, says the cursed words, what could possibly go wrong, and lightning immediately strikes the top of a tree, causing it to start to fall over. Acting on instinct, Applejack lassos the tree to prevent it from falling over, but ends up somehow pulling the entire top part of the tree that's broken off into the house. So now there's a big old mess of a tree inside the room, there's storm weather coming in through the window, and Twilight has absolutely no idea what to do. There's a giant tree branch in the middle of my bedroom, and the book doesn't say anything about having a giant tree branch at your slumber party, or at least I haven't found that entry yet. Well, they do have a section about backyard slumber parties. Is that what we're doing right now? Does this count as camping? Gosh, she's such a nerd. Anyway, Applejack admits to Rarity that her detail-oriented thinking would have prevented her from pulling the tree branch into the room, and apologizes. She then asks for Rarity's help getting rid of the tree branch and focusing on the larger problem instead of all the littler problems like the books and other knickknacks that got tossed around from the tree branch coming in. And so, after accepting that she will get dirty from it, Rarity uses her magic to transform the tree branch into a series of those little leaf sculpture things that she did at the beginning of the episode. And the way the show depicts this moment, it's as if the magic burst the tree and caused the mud to splatter onto Rarity. Which kind of doesn't make sense to me, because I think that magic just transforms things. It doesn't, like, explode things out, right? But that's just me nitpicking. The point is that the tree is gone, Applejack and Rarity are now best friends again, and Twilight learned that you can get along with someone who's different than you if you embrace each other's differences. And that's the episode. And just like every other great bottle episode in television, this one got to the heart of two characters' frustrations with each other, and by the end they became great friends. Looking back on this episode now, I realize that this episode, unlike other types of episodes, actually demonstrates best exactly what Friendship is Magic was going for. And that is about personal relationships, understanding people's differences, and overcoming obstacles together.
we're only eight episodes in, and this show has already given us some excellent lessons that are perfect for kids growing up. So that's what I thought of the episode, and of course I would love to hear what you thought of the episode. You can tweet at me at InmanAlex, I-N-M-A-N-A-L-E-X. You can comment if you're on a platform that has comments. You can leave a review if you're on a platform that takes reviews. You can listen to The Friendship Rewind on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Anchor, pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts. And come back next week for a brand new episode of The Friendship Rewind. Stay warm in this cold season, and thank you for listening.